It's Friday, May 27th, Memorial Day weekend 2022, and welcome to Episode 5 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this edition of the Postcast, opportunities to honor the fallen this Memorial Day, changes coming in your takeout meal, a potential major housing development on Bay Farm, and the Altarina Playhouse presents their second in-person production of the 2022 season. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Monday is Memorial Day, the day set aside to honor those who gave their lives in military service to our country. With Alameda's deep ties and long history with the armed forces, there are numerous opportunities to pay your respects this weekend. At 11 a.m. on Monday, a Memorial Day ceremony will be held at Veterans Memorial Park on Veterans Court, just off Island Drive on Bay Farm. Presented by the local chapters of the Elks, the American Legion, and the Vietnam Veterans of America, the event includes KTVU's Sal Castaneda as Master of Ceremonies and a keynote by Coast Guard Base Commander Jackie Leverich. The Marine 4th Force Reconnaissance Company Color Guard will participate, as will the Alameda City Band. Again, that's Monday, 11 a.m. at Veterans Memorial Park. Also on this Memorial Day, we pause to remember those first responders who fell in the line of duty. As part of his continuing series covering life as a firefighter here on Alameda, Dave Lemoyne shares the story of the Memorial Bronze Bell that sits at Station 1 on the corner of Ensenal and Park. Thanks to an early history written by the late Chief Thomas Lane, we have a beautiful story of the bell which was cast in 1875 in San Francisco and purchased by Alameda in 1876. The price of the 850-pound bell? $465. That's right, about 55 cents a pound. In today's dollars, the purchase price equates to a bit over 12500 The bell, which once called volunteer firefighters to service, now serves as a memorial, not only to the military, but to the first responders who gave their lives on 9-11. Find this and the rest of Dave's memoirs in the history section of AlamitaPost.com. Also on Monday, there will be multiple events at the USS Hornet, starting with a ceremony at 11 a.m. with guest speakers and a memorial wreath toss into the bay. There will be special exhibits from the Walking Ghosts of Black History and the Friends and Families of Nisei Veterans, as well as an appearance via Zoom of original Hornet CV-12 crew member Gene Millen. At 1 p.m., Brendan Sims and Steve McGregor will discuss their new book, The Silver Waterfall, How America Won the War in the Pacific at Midway. That will be followed by a Q&A session and a book signing. For full details, visit uss-hornet.org. Those condiment packages and excess plastic utensils that clutter up your life, they're about to go the way of the plastic straw. In 2017, Alameda's disposable food service wear law eliminated the use of polystyrene takeout containers as well as plastic straws by restaurants, vendors, and city facilities. In 2018, the City Council approved the Zero Waste Implementation Plan update, which laid out five strategies to be implemented over five years as part of reducing the overall waste stream. In 2021, California's AB 1276 was signed into law, which clarified and expanded the definition of single-use items to include utensils, chopsticks, condiment cups and packets, straws, stirrers, splash sticks, and cocktail sticks. Condiment packets include single-use packets of ketchup, mustard, hot sauce, salsa, soy sauce, sugar, and salt. These items must now be specifically requested by the customer. With a deadline of June 1st to authorize an enforcement agency, the Alameda City Council voted on May 17th to amend the municipal code and bring the city into compliance with the new law. 
The first two violations of the regulation will result in written warnings. Subsequent violations will be subject to a fine of $25 a day with an annual cap of $300. Enforcement will be handled by the Department of Public Works. Details at alamedapost.com. Real estate industry news site The Registry is reporting that San Francisco-based developer Jackson Square Properties has submitted an application to the city of Alameda for the construction of a 400-unit mixed-use development at the site of the current Bay Harbor Club on Bay Farm Island. Described as a mix of studio, one-, two-, and three-bedroom apartment units, the project would designate 60 units as affordable housing. The design details the construction of a five-story property with a 675-vehicle parking garage. A letter to the city from the developer notes that the project would help Alameda achieve the housing goals laid out in the Housing Element 2022 plan, which calls for an additional 5,353 housing units to be built by 2031. This is not the first time the Bay Harbor Club property has been proposed for redevelopment. A 2014 effort by Harbor Bay Isle Associates was dropped after public resistance. A petition on change.org seeking to rezone the area to recreational to prevent development currently has 1,475 signatures. For full details on this story, visit theregistrysf.com and search Alameda. When pandemic hit in 2020, Alameda's historic Altarina Playhouse did what many theaters across the nation did. They went virtual. This year has marked a return to in-person performance, beginning with the beloved musical La Caja Fall in March. Altarina took some proactive steps to ensure a great experience as the audience returned to their seats. Artistic director Katina Sios Lutel told the Post, Altarina invested in a Remy Halo air purifying unit. Between that and masking, we've made it safer for everyone who comes to the theater. Lutel slips into the director's chair for the second show of the season, The Quality of Life, written by Emmy Award winning Bay Area playwright Jane Anderson. The show opens tonight, Friday, May 27th, and runs weekends through June 26th. The Quality of Life takes place in Berkeley in the aftermath of the 1991 East Bay Hills wildfires. The show was originally set to run in 2020, but the pandemic lockdown happened two weeks before opening night. Lutell chose the show after seeing the 2008 American Conservatory Theater production, which was directed by the playwright herself. Lutell thinks the story has only gained impact in 2022. She notes, This play has intense adult themes about death, loss, religious conflict, and more. Now, as we navigate life-and-death decisions in the pandemic, it's even more relevant. Tickets at altarena.org. For more details on this story, visit alamedapost.com. This Saturday marks the end of the line, as it were. Join Dennis Evanoski as he concludes our trip through the tales of the rails here on Alameda. The focus this week is on the Transcontinental Railroad as our popular historic walking tours conclude the month of May. If you've got out-of-town visitors this Memorial Weekend, it's the perfect activity. Have you ever wondered why the Transcontinental ran to Alameda and not to San Francisco? It's a story filled with murder, intrigue, shady dealings, and cows. That's right, cows. The story is a fascinating one, and Dennis spins it well. Get ready to be informed and entertained about this oh-so-colorful chapter in Alameda's history. For the inside scoop and a preview of what to expect on the tour, visit alamedapost.com. For tickets, alamedapost.com tours. Now a look at upcoming events of interest to the Alameda community. As we previewed earlier on the postcast, opening tonight, Friday, May 27th, and running for five weekends, We Players brings a world premiere to Alameda with The Keeper. 
This one-woman show, conceived and performed by founding artistic director Ava Roy, draws on the real-life stories of over 100 women who served as lighthouse keepers from Maine to California. Performances will be at Alameda Point in the courtyard of Building 16 at the corner of West Essex Drive and Saratoga Street. Follow the signs from City Hall West. Proof of vaccination required. Masks optional. For more details, visit weplayers.org. That's W-E-P-L-A-Y-E-R-S dot org. Every Saturday and Tuesday, the Alameda Farmer's Market sets up shop at Hayden Webster. Check out the selection of local goods and produce from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. on those days. Parking is limited, so take advantage of the great weather and walk or cycle to see what the market has to offer. You can preview many of the vendors on the market's Facebook page. In Alameda News Around the Web, in a story on legal news site JDSupra.com, the firm of Consul & Associates are reporting that the Alameda Health System has reported to the federal government an email data breach that may have affected as many as 90,000 people. There are no details yet as to the type of information, if any, that was compromised. Alameda Health System operates five hospitals in Alameda County. The Post will be following this story as it develops. For details, visit JDSupra.com. That's J-D-S-U-P-R-A. Com. Search Alameda. As an independent news source, the Alameda Post does not take positions or provide endorsements for candidates or propositions. However, we do believe it is our duty to provide a platform for the full diversity of opinions on issues that affect our community. Currently on AlamedaPost.com, reader Gretchen Hoff Varner has expressed her support for Proposition B, the school funding measure to be voted on on June 7th. We welcome your opinion, whether in agreement or to the contrary. For details on how to submit your letter, visit alamedapost.com policies. That's it for this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Visit our website, alamedapost.com newsletter to sign up for our weekly newsletter. It is free, and we will never sell or give your personal information to anyone. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Find the Postcast wherever you get your podcasts, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday for Episode 6 of the Alameda Postcast. Have a wonderful and reverent Memorial Day weekend.